Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Citizen Watch Podcast, your number one source for Star Citizen news and content. I'm your host, the Draconic Car, and today with me, I have my special co-host, the real Smurfson. Not just Smurfson, the real Smurfson. Ah, what's up? Oh, Lord, have mercy. <laughs> yes, 100%. Already a good opening up. So, yeah, <laughs> so we're glad today we're going to be looking at... Uh, the 3.4 on the Evocati, as well as discussing some topics, shum topics, some topics on the Carrick news because everyone <laughs> seems to love that. Topics. Yeah, shum, shum topics. <laughs> and then a little bit about traveling and professions, uh, kind of mostly them being merged together. But um, uh-huh. but yeah, so we're going to start out going over 3.4, which is on the Evocati, which is the first wave of PTU backers. Um hmm. It's not on the PTU yet. There hasn't been any announcements for the public PTU or any waves. Um, so not concierge or anything. So we are on Evocati. Evocati. Lord have mercy. So uh, we have Wallace Klim, which is a mission giver. The Shipjacker armor. There is Constantine Hurston, but we are going to talk about him a little bit later because he's new. Um, he was not on the roadmap uh, about a week ago. Huh. Um, then we have the Lorville Business District, obviously. A bunch of uh, improvements, ship item rental, some improvements to submissions and mining, um, and VoIP and VoIP, as well as the interaction improvements, scramble race improvements, retrieval and delivery mission improvements, which we could use a whole lot of improvements on all the missions, and then some improvements to the quantum travel. Not much. FPS, combat, smooth locomotion improvements will be added for the AI section, so the combat AI were kind of doo-doo. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, when you go and fight them sometimes they just stand still in spots and hopefully this will improve that quite a bit I um, hope so yeah. did you go and do any of those missions with, with yeah Ryan? I did I did one with Ryan and it was kind of weird I don't know it felt kind of not right and I'm usually a huge FPS fan so hopefully this will kind of smooth things out a lot make it a little bit more fun yeah, because they just kind of stand there and just take it, mm-hmm. um, which exactly yeah, they they just don't do anything. They just sit there like turrets. They just stand and just point and shoot. Mm-hmm. So you know it it happens, and uh, hopefully that actually makes it so that they're not robots. Yeah. So ships and vehicles, we're seeing the freelancer reworks all of them: the misc, the or the the dur. The Miss, yeah, the Miss, and then the Max as well, as well as seeing the 600i touring version coming out, which is, uh, it's just, you know, fancy, it's luxury stuff. Yeah, it looks really fancy. Yeah, I know, it's really, uh, uh, yeah, I spend a lot of money on a pretty looking ship. Yeah. And then uh, get shot down and blown up. So that's pretty much, that's pretty much that. Um, the Anvil Hawk, which is a light fighter, if I remember correctly. I think it's a light fighter. Yeah, it's a light fighter. Um, uh, yeah. And then the Misc Reliant Core improvements. Um, they're doing the improvements on all the variants. Um, it's pretty much some changes, I think, to the proportions and size from the screenshots I saw. Mm-hmm. But other than that, uh, nothing special. Um, we have weapons and items 
We have the cast deck arms ravager 212 twin, which looks like it's going to be a double barrel shotgun. Yeah, it does. I think that's what it is. Yep, double barrel shotgun. And of course, everyone's going to love that, you know? Huh, yeah. Some some Bay Ring Sawbuck repeater revisions, which they're going to change because they are completely different now. They don't. I don't think they perform differently, but they they look definitely quite a bit different. Mm-hmm. The this thing is what not a true gamer was looking forward to because the Joker sucker punch cannons sucked. They did like nothing. They were worthless. Um, but they're getting a revision, so hopefully <coughs> they actually do something because mm-hmm. they used to like take forever to just take down an aurora shields and it is garbage 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 yep garbage all right so onto the core tech this is pretty much summing it up the all the uh, object container streaming that got pushed back from 3.3.5 is here procedural city rendering performance some video com improvements and then some general performance optimizations which is constantly happening so that's pretty much that um, we want to, we want to talk a little bit about Constantine Hurston. Yeah. So, cause he is new to the roadmap. He's, I, I mean, it be, he kind of goes hand in hand with the Lorville business district mm-hmm. because he's, you know, obviously part of the Hurston family, the Hurston planet, you know, Hurston dynamics, the company. Um, and what he is, is he's kind of like a low low on the food chain in the Hurston family. And he's c- trying to prove himself in a sense. This is what, his, uh-huh. this is how his character was described. So, um, yeah, I just watched the, their little spiel on it. And, um, to sum it up, he's low on the totem pole. He's trying to prove himself to be, uh, you know, worthy of the Hurston family. And he is making some money and mm-hmm. he's in the Louisville business district. So we are actually going to get to interact with him. He is, pretty fast in development um from what i saw they have all this modeling and stuff done so <coughs> animations are going pretty well i think as well and hopefully i haven't got to hear what he sounds like or kind of understand what he gives i'm sh- assuming mission wise it probably won't be anything to do with like mining or salvaging or anything because we already have mm-hmm. characters for that maybe it'll be retrieval of stuff or security i have no idea I, re- I really don't know. Something that'll be hopefully lucrative so you can make a lot of money. Yeah, he definitely looks like a very sophisticated gentleman from, <laughs> from the looks of it. Looks like the J.D. Rockefeller, but like the last of the children. Lord so. have mercy. Yes, he's very... I thought his name was originally Constable Hurston. Constable. And then I realized I was completely wrong in nice. every way, shape, or form. Uh, it's Constantine. Well, and, yeah, that's... Uh, definitely not spelled constable so nope it is not constable so i mean that pretty much sums up the all the 3.4 stuff that's on the evocati like i mentioned and you can play that right now if you're one of the evocati which i think i forget how you get access to the evocati it's the 20 dollars subscribers maybe i don't actually remember um but yeah uh hmm yeah, so constable, constable. Yeah, I'm always gonna call him constable for whatever reason. Um, but moving on to the Carrick, which everyone has been pissing themselves about constantly over and over again, um, because it's a ship that has been long awaited, and we saw the revision, I guess you'd say, of it. They shortened it up 
and they kind of got rid of meaningless space and size inside they did the they did the work to make it fit on more landing pads and um to make it more i guess size efficient in the internals but really i mean you see plenty of people <clears throat> i'm dying <clears throat> nice yeah mm -hmm. <coughs> you see that. plenty yeah it's true you see plenty of people who are um disappointed with the rework simply because now it's smaller they paid for the larger exploration ship and now it's a bit smaller mm -hmm. i don't think it's actually lost any of its functionality simply is the size like a majority smaller or is it just a tad bit smaller uh, i think the original was 170 meters and now it's like 125 oh. meters so it's lost oh, well. like a third yeah that's, of that's its a size big yeah so yeah. i mean uh, most ships when they get reworked they they have some drastic improvements or size increases like the cutlass mm -hmm. but this one for some reason they decided to, to cut it down i really feel like they could have people really don't care as much it's just supposed to be an exploration ship so you're going to be out and about most of the time and yeah. traveling so the whole thing with the landing pads oh you gotta get them to fit on the landing pads it's not really as concerning as they make it out to be yeah um, i mean if you have to I mean, those that extra space could have went towards so much stuff, extra storage, you know, bigger fuel tanks, uh, you know, a different kind of quarters or something like that. But um, instead, they uh, they cut it down. Yeah. So, uh, what a oof. shame. Oof. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, could have carried a lot more stuff. Just made it extra, like you said, extra storage would have been nicer than just getting rid of it and being like, oh, here's a smaller ship that you yep. paid for. Yep, that, that so. you paid for. <laughs> <laughs> and uh so. yep you get the little shrunk one so on to the 890 jump so the 890 jump from the white box modeling i think that's what they call it the white box mm -hmm. modeling um it's one of the ugliest things i've ever seen in my entire life you should go look that up and you take a look at the 890 jump because it is disgusting looking it is a horror show is it this like star wars looking ship it looks like a cheese wedge <laughs> yeah. But like the new, the new one that they showed off, um, uh, is uh, is okay. So if you go into the Google results, it is. Geez, where is the new one? They don't even have a picture of the new. Oh, they don't. The That's white the box nice model. One. This is like the nicer one. They have the some white. like they have some nice models, but then like they have some some really dookie models. Um, and uh, the oh, newer, I searched, I searched cheese, wedge, cheese wedge, because <laughs> I, um, I'm I mean, that's look. pretty much what it is. It looks like a cheese wedge. So I could kind of see it. It looks like a galactic ship from everything. I'm the, like the new, like the white box model that they were showing off at the recent reverse, the verse, um, looked like a, a disgusting cheese wedge hmm. and it, it makes me want to cry. Cause it's, it's disgusting. It's pretty disgusting. Um, and hopefully that improves because if it doesn't improve in any way, shape or form, like obviously they're going to be adding like little doodads and stuff. Uh -huh. But, um, if the entirety of it doesn't change, then I, I'd be disappointed if I ever bought this, uh, simply because of that, yeah. that like model that they were doing, it just looks so, I don't know. It just looks angry. <laughs> I just don't angry cheese wedge an angry cheese wedge pretty much huh. and uh, lord i'm not even like that, that's about as as much as i could say about it considering 
Uh, I don't really have much uh, interest in it other than to mock it for being really, really ugly. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I, hopefully I can find a, a picture that I could sit, send to yeah. you so you could see yeah, it. Yeah, I want to see this this model you're crying about. Yeah, I, gotta, I, don't, like, I don't know where they probably have it on Reddit. Um, if you go to the Star Citizen subreddit, you could probably find a couple pictures for those also who are listening and watching. Um, simply because obviously if you're listening, you can't see what we're, we're looking at. And even if you're watching, you can't, can't see that either. So, um, yeah, it, it's there. Yeah. You'll, you'll find it. Um, if you look on the sorry citizen subreddit, um, okay. you'll find the, the newer model, cool, cool. which is, uh, disgusting. So enough of, uh, hating on that. <laughs> obviously it is subject to change. It is not final. So we can't really completely judge it, but I mean, they just showed us an ugly cheese wedge, and I don't know, I don't know what they expected. So yeah. So we're going to, for those of you who haven't watched Calling All Devs, which came out yesterday, ooh, it it really came out like early this morning, like oh, wow. super early. But um, we're gonna, well, I'll recap that for you guys. Um, so they talk about how NPCs are going to work on you know, like NPC crewmen, how they will have schedule. All NPCs will have like schedule where they're like on duty and off duty um, in general, whether it be working and not working. You know, they have to eat and, you know, shower, sleep. Um, and when they're on your ship, personally, you can have a choice of a couple things. If you keep them on like red alert all the time and they're always at their stations, then they slowly deteriorate with performance. So, you know, they'll get tired, they haven't eaten, so on and so forth. So the longer you keep them there, the the, the lower their performance is going to get. Uh, they'll get disgruntled um, and things along those lines. But you can also just have them, you know, go about their business and, and their shifts and they will be doing whatever they are doing, whether that's, you know, eating in the, the rec room or sleeping or showering or just walking around. And then when you need them, you can, you know, hit the red alert or something and that'll make them, uh, it'll take them longer to get to their stations, obviously, if they're not mm-hmm. already there, but you will have them at a higher performance when they actually get there, gotcha. which is, which is nice. So, I, I mean, depending on how long you keep them on red alert, that'll determine how, how much of a degradation to their um, performance it is. So, cool. so we will see that working. We do not know. The guy said it would coming soon but that does not mean anything mm-hmm. because soon means like two years like two years yeah <laughs> forever it means forever so uh we we can actually see how that goes um hopefully it's nice but yeah. all right yeah yeah mm-hmm. mm. and then um the other thing is they were talking everyone was complaining about chair heist and stuff they said that will be hopefully adjustable in certain ways but then there's so many um variables with it like you know where your controls are where the consoles are um what you could see and everything that'll determine um how they go about doing that so that's something that isn't that they can't just do easily but they will um be looking into it in adjustable height seat uh seat height and how it will work for different players and different chips so that's that. And I mean, really, other than that, there isn't much that was going on. Uh, we are getting towards that Christmas time 
where <laughs> Christmas, Christmas goodies. Oh boy. Mm. But yeah, we are getting towards their break that they take right before Christmas, and <sighs> hopefully they can get the stuff out into the PTU and released before Christmas, even though it's coming up pretty quickly. They have like two weeks, not even two weeks, yeah. um, before they will be going on break. The Star Citizen uh, CIG crew. So they got to get their stuff together if they're going to get 3.4 out through the PTU and into mm-hmm. live servers. Yeah. Um, before. True, true. So on to our, our, uh, our more entertaining and exciting part other than our our news is we were going to want to discuss some some fun stuff uh like we talked um we mentioned professions Mm -hmm. and uh, how they pertain to you know travel and transport um along those lines oh i gotta squeak my chair first (sighs) got the chair squeak out of the way Nice, nice so when you when you personally person are looking Mm-hmm. At like professions, what did you say you wanted to do? You said you might be interested in like mining. Yeah, I think mining would be really interesting, um, especially because I feel like there's a sort of exploration kind of part to that. How you can be able to go to different planets and then be able to dig into those planets and see, okay, what's minerals are these planets made up of? I thought that I thought that was the most interesting, and being able to earn currency and game for that too would be awesome. So, yeah, I think originally, um, me and Nana True Gamer wanted to get into. We were going to get into like a mix of like security, mercenary work, uh, bounty hunting, uh-huh. but also really liked exploration and stuff, which could definitely pertain to mining because you can. So apparently, exploration has like it's a huge part of the game, mm-hmm. where you can find new things, you know, uh, discover you know, new mining sites, new jump points, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And that was something that we really wanted to do. We wanted to go and find like a, a place to kind of set up a base in a sense, mm-hmm. um, far, like far away from people in, you know, on, un, uh, on policed territory. Yeah. Um, and I know you liked the mining, which could be fun to go and find new mining sites specifically that you could use. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that other people aren't there and then, you know, protect it or sell the data of where it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, you'll be doing a lot of hauling with that, mm-hmm. obviously. And I, I would say get a ship for mining, but they're so expensive. Well, I mean, the prospector isn't that expensive if How you've seen it? it. Oh, I think in game it's like 1.5 million credits okay. and then like out of game it's like a hundred and something dollars but that's expensive oh, that's, uh, that's, that's a lot of money dude. that's a lot of money that that college budget is not gonna help that first no, of all yeah it's uh <laughs> it's a bit expensive and the orion i don't actually know how much the orion was but the orion is a huge ship and it is expensive um yeah because uh, that ship personally is probably the that's the larger Ooh. more industrial sized mining ship how much is it supposed to be? $325, according to this page, I think. It, For yeah. the Prospector or the Orion? <clears throat> the Orion's standalone price is $325. That's not too bad, actually. 
It's still a for lot. its size, but I mean, yeah, oh, three hundred twenty-five dollars yeah. for one <laughs> ship in one game. Yeah, um, yeah a, a bit too much, honestly. <clears throat> yeah. So, um, oh wait, yeah. no, it, it maybe four fifty actually. There, there's like a like a war there's bond. A pledge, this is the pledge cost supposedly for it. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, it's still expensive as hell, but yeah. it's not. Considering like some ships are thousand plus dollars, it's yeah. it's uh, acceptable, I guess. It is, but yeah. definitely something to earn towards if you're going to get into mining, and hopefully they'll have like another mining ship. And then uh, you have the whole series, which uh-huh. is for for freight and cargo, and the larger. Um, the reason why this is kind of pertains to the whole, but the reason why they aren't putting the whole in yet, or they don't have it like on the roadmap, is because they have a bunch of other features they need to get done, like docking. Um, yeah. Because a lot of the ships can't land on planet surfaces because of how heavy they are and large. They'll just crash, burn, and blow up. So they got to get all that stuff flushed out before they actually come out with the ships themselves. Yeah. And once they have that going, they will uh, actually get working on the whole series. But that's not mining per se. It's just calling all this mm-hmm. stuff because it doesn't have – it has like some – like the smaller ones, they have small guns. They don't have anything massive until you mm-hmm. get up to the larger holes, and then it's not really yeah. decked out or it doesn't have mining lasers or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Another thing that they thought's going to be something big is transport of actual people. Yeah. Um, we saw the Starliner, which is like a, a Boeing 747. Is that what it is? The, the main plane that we use? Uh, um, yes. Is that what it's, we use? It's supposed to be like the Boeing 747 of space. I think so, yeah. And the Starliner, like, uh, really, like, how often do you think people are going to be traveling without, like, the, not in their own ship, but, like, in, like, as a profession? Other than, like, I could see NPCs doing it, like, needing to get from place to place or, like, automated yeah. services. But, like, as a player, is, are you going to want to spend, like, all of your leisure time in a video game transporting people from planet to planet or from like system mm-hmm. to system and, and I mean, stuff like I that. Could, I could definitely see that. I know like there's people who, I mean, obviously like this is a video game, um, but like I could see people wanting to be like a simu like being like a pilot of like a huge ship as a simulator. And then, Oh, using that, like, Oh, you have to transport these people, but you earn like in-game currency for it. I think that would be kind of cool. Um, but I only feel like that would work if people didn't have to, like, pledge to a ship to get the game. Because, I mean, doesn't everybody have their own ship? Pretty yeah, much? pretty much Pretty much everyone has their own ship at this point. Yeah, so then and what's then the point? You, yeah, and really, I think the only issue that you would want to use, like, a, a transport, mm-hmm. um, is if you're just going, if you left your ship somewhere and mm-hmm. you got stuck somewhere and now you have to fly over somewhere. And uh, you have to use like an NPC transport or a player transport. um, And you could still just get picked up by some dude in like a a cutlass or a freelancer or something. Yeah, yeah, Uh, exactly. But like how often do you think – and players, like how long is that going to entertain you? Yeah. Like how long are you going to – especially because like the Starliner is expensive just in general. It's a huge ship. Yeah. Uh, It's meant to carry a bunch of people. Um, it's expensive to buy right now with your actual currency. And then in-game, they don't have anything about it yet. Yeah. So we don't know. Mm-hmm. And working towards that, or if you bought it right off the bat, like how long is that going to keep you entertained? Yeah, honestly, I think if they were to do something like 
transport, I don't think it should be something you have to buy a ship for, just because of the fact that if you're buying a ship just to do transport, that's all you can do is transport people. Um, yeah, luckily they have like, you can like just, well, obviously you can just hop in someone's ship if they mm-hmm. come by, but um, yeah. as like a profession, it's... As a- yeah, it's it's kind of I don't know how that would work or if how it'll keep people entertained. Yeah, it's kind of iffy. Yeah, like I mean, how long are you gonna sit there and be like, oh boy, I love going back and forth between these two points mm-hmm. for hours and hours on end, carrying people who are disgruntled and making noises in the back. <laughs> yeah, just like screaming <laughs> profanities, like in a PUBG in like yeah. the lobby. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like, like when yeah. I think about that, when I personally think like I couldn't do that for very long like i could do a couple trips like maybe i could do a couple trips it was like with my friends or something um Mm -hmm. and or with like a group organization that i know or something like that but like transporting a bunch of random people and npcs like back and forth back and forth would suck Mm -hmm. it would suck like big floppy dong yeah i mean if it was if it was like complicated to do i could see it being okay like I don't know. When I think about that, I think of like, like the Sims you like the simulators you can get that are like, I don't know, like train sim, where you have mm-hmm. to drive a train across country to get like materials and people across. Like I could see that being okay, just because it's complex, it's not easy, and it's something you have to learn to do, and kind of like setting up your own. Like, hey, you wanna you wanna go this place? Jump on this. Uh, like ship i have and it's transporting like a hundred other people and all you have to do is pay me a certain amount of credits and then i'll get you there so i think that would be interesting but at the same time it's like especially if it's i don't know i don't know it's it's weird it brings up a good point because um we had talked about how jump points would work like uh, it would be a good idea to make them like more of like a skill check in a sense yeah. where the worse you are at them the slower you go through them but then the better you are at like navigating these things the quicker you are so then the, there would be like the people who are really quick at it really good at like this whatever event or mini game you have to go through to get through them and those could be people who could transport because you'd be able to like go much faster than other people and then you'd get paid for that but mm-hmm. still at that point um I feel like NPCs would be adequate for that kind of profession. Yeah, I agree. And, um, yeah, and then tra- another thing of transport is instead of transporting people is cargo hauling, like I mentioned, the holes. Mm-hmm. Um, and just in general, you you could do missions where you could haul stuff. The Caterpillar, um, the Freelancer, the Cutlass has storage. I mean, a lot of ships have storage. Yeah. Um, even Mustangs have storage, some of them anyway. <clears throat> um, that could be more entertaining I could yeah. see it being more entertaining, going longer hauling. Um, you don't have to worry about like having a bunch of people. You you could have like transports or uh, a security with you, mm-hmm. um, stuff like that. You could end up fighting off people, um, and you'd actually interact with you know like companies, make quite a bit of money. Um, but at the same time, it's still kind of iffy. Like, how often am I going to want to do a fetch mission? That's pretty much what it is. You go grab something, bring yeah. it somewhere else. Like how often? Because I mean, it, just in games in general, like fetch missions for me are so boring. It's like ah, quickly go there, grab this, and then bring it back. Like that's just so boring. I, I yeah. hate them. Some people like them, you know. Okay, there's going to be a small population. It's probably. I mean, most of the most of everything in this game is going to be NPCs. 
Yeah. So it's not like if players decide they don't want to do this, it's going to destroy the whole economy. It's just yeah, no, like it's how just... many people are going to get off to freaking hauling rocks from point A to point B for six hours a day. Yeah, why not? Now, what if they were to combine transport and cargo? Would you think that See, would be possible? Yeah, I feel like you could still hold, like you could have certain ships where you could still like carry a couple people. Uh-huh. Um, I guess kind of like, um, like, oh, I saw that you were going to this port. Can I hop on? I'll give you this X money, amount of money. And then that would be something that could... Um, definitely I could see happening yeah because I mean I mean I mean the Millennial Falcon if you you went to the Millennial Falcon kind of thing yeah um you saw that I mean they just wanted to hot hitch a ride on it but uh I see that could be something you could be carrying cargo and then have someone hitch a ride with you yeah um and then get paid for that or um you could do smuggling I mean, smuggling sounds like something that'd be really fun. That would actually be fun because there's like the actual danger involved. Um, you could smuggle prisoners or whatever to X point and you might have to, you know, fight off the UEE or, or whatnot and you might get in trouble or try to hide your identity. Um, that is probably more entertaining uh-huh. than just doing your regular taking 100 people from point A to point B or just rocks or something. Yeah, I agree. Um, overall... And I think when it comes to me, if I was going to do anything, it would be smuggling. Um, if it came to like just transport as an over, like an umbrella term, transporting something, it'd be smuggling because that sounds like it'd be fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It'd be fun taking you know some like uh, wanted criminal somewhere and maybe joining him for, you know, getting some some drinks at the bar and getting paid some some fat stacks to to take him to some like pirate bay or something like that mm-hmm. um yeah i mean that like what well, well, out of everything i know you like the, the mining obviously but like transport would you would you think about hauling mining materials back and forth other than what your mining ship can obviously hold like doing mm-hmm. it as a full profession or is that kind of just boring for you i don't know i feel like it would depend um on what I'm getting out of it. I feel like if I'm mining all this material that's like, oh, this is nice, like like dude, we're racking in the bank, dude. Then of course I'm gonna wanna haul it back to wherever I need to to I don't know, make bank on it. But if it's just alone like, oh hey guys, come on for mining. Oh wait, I gotta haul this back. Let's haul this all day today and then tomorrow we'll mine. Like no, I'm not gonna That enjoy would be that. boring. Yeah, yeah, that would yeah be boring. I, I could never I could never do that. There would have to be an incentive behind what I'm doing. To be honest. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you'd have to get paid a lot of money or have like a, a difficult travel or something, something entertaining. Because, I mean, just in general, like mining or uh, uh, just taking stuff from point A, you know, fetch mission stuff, like I said, is just boring to me. And I think a lot of players can agree that it's just boring yeah. going back and forth from one place to the other without anything <laughs> exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, but on to luxury. This kind of pertains to the you know, the 600i tour module that's coming out, the 890 jump, yeah, yeah, uh, rework kind of rework thing in concept work thingy, yeah, um, like luxury in game. All right, so my opi- opinion time is, is this is is such a massive waste of money. 
you're buying something that yeah. looks nice. Like, what do you? You're spending hundreds of dollars on a ship that looks nice, like a swimming. Oh, it's got a swimming pool. Like, are are you going to go into your game, get in your character? Like, oh boy, I can't wait to go virtual swimming. <laughs> like Subnautica is different because the whole thing is based like an underwater survival game, but this is just like a pool. Like you're gonna jump in the water. Like how? In what way is that like severely entertaining for someone, in yeah. any way, shape, or form? Yeah, no, that's. I don't know it. I think having the luxury is nice, but at the same time, like, are they charging more money for the luxury over? Well, the, the ships cost a lot of money. Yeah, they're, they're big ships, and they're just like they're like yachts. Yeah, you know, and stuff like it really has no <laughs> like significance in pretty much anything other than looking pretty and yeah, having I mean, a nice I could, place. I could see it being nice if like. You want to just hop in a game with friends and just chill in your yacht, your yacht ship, but like yeah, but like paying like hundreds of dollars like, in yeah, real life no. money just to get some ship that looks pretty with a swimming pool and you know a bar inside. I yeah. mean, what is that going to do for you? How how I often mean, is that going to be entertaining in any way, shape, or form? I I feel like if they made it the same price as the other ships, people would just prefer whichever one they want. I don't see like charging thousands of dollars just for a luxury version of a ship that somebody has. It's just the same thing. It's just more practical. It's like... Yeah, I wonder how much the E90 Jump is. E90 Jump. It is... It was $890 for the wow. original privilege. That's a lot of money for, like, a yacht that does... <coughs> it. I mean, I don't think it really comes equipped with many weapons at all. Mm-hmm. Um, And it's just... I mean... Uh, yeah. yeah I mean I can't really see it having much impact in the game at all or being able to entertain a player for a long period of time yeah because it just sure. looks pretty it just looks, it just pretty, looks pretty yeah yeah I mean that's really it mm-hmm. um and then I mean, you could see I know uh Nitro Gamer mentioned that it could be used for transporting people as well mm-hmm and doing VIP transports, you know, like luxury stays for, you know, a couple individuals yeah, I can who see you're that. transporting and, and they pay extra money for the trip. Mm-hmm. But again, it's like a fetch mission. I mean, if you're in their luxury ship and you bought it, or you, you bought it like I paid $890 so I can, you know, travel from point A to point B with people drinking my stuff. And yeah. <laughs> and I mean, it's. I, I don't see luxury in any way, shape, or form being a good investment mm-hmm. in the game, considering it has minimal effect on... It has, like, minimal mechanics behind it. It just looks nice. It looks, it nice. looks nice. Yeah. Everything looks pretty. I mean, you get some cool stuff. But how, how often are you going to be walking up to the bar in your ship and getting a drink in yeah. a virtual space over and over and over again? Mm-hmm. It's just not... To me, it's just not in any way, shape, or form yeah, a good no. idea. I, I just don't I just don't find it to be to be very exciting mm-hmm. at all um I, I, I mean I some people can enjoy it I mean it looks I like having a nice looking base mm-hmm. but at the same time like I don't like to pay hundreds of dollars or spend hours upon hours trying to earn you know a, a nice looking house yes. or whatever um to a point where it's you know I'm spending like 10, 20, 30 hours to get this one thing that really has no mechanics whatsoever that'll provide me with um, 
with anything satisfactory. I mean, the 890 jump has like a little med bay on it, but that's just for emergency stuff and whatnot. Um, I guess I'll continue on the the topic of the um, the luxury vehicles, in my view, being something that I can't really see myself ever getting into simply because of the fact that it has minimal game, you know, impacting mechanics. Um, I mean, I, I kind of want to hear other opinions on it because to me, luxury is like you're spending so much, you know, real life currency on this just pretty looking. It just looks nice. I mean, it looks nice. Um, and I get if you want to just support the game and whatnot, but at the same time, it's kind of like have mercy spending that much money on, you know, a pretty ship with a bar and, you know, like a, a nice living room and, you know, nice quarters. But, um, I mean, some other people might have different opinions. I can't see it impacting anything. You can't use it in combat. Um, I mean, you could soak up damage with it, I guess. Yeah. You know, you could eat, eat shit with it, but, um, it just doesn't have something I would feel would be impactful at all. Like you combat, you can't really, you know, you know, you can transport people, obviously. Um, the transporting cargo is just not, I mean, most of the ships don't have significant amounts of cargo space to be a viable transport for, um, you know, minerals and materials or alcohol or something along those lines to a point where it'd be worthwhile to, to buy it for that specific reason. Cause there's plenty of other things that you, you buy, you know, any of the whole series, you know, you could buy like a cutlass or something that's so much cheaper and has yet again, the, uh, you know, some cargo, but it, it still has so many other functions. There's plenty of guns on it. Um, 300 series two has some cargo space and it has guns. It could be a fighter or racer, but just the, the, the 600 I and the 890 jump are just not, not anything I can get behind, but um, yeah, I mean, overall, it's just, to me, a waste of money. All right, we are good then to continue on to the exploration, which is my personal favorite thing when it comes to transporting and flying around um, and going places because they mentioned, they talk so much about the uh, exploration at CitizenCon. Uh, my throat's like, I'm like drying up and dying. <laughs> there we go. And I'm back in the action. Um, yeah, I, I mean, exploration would be really, really fun. Being able to go to uncharted places. Yeah, yeah, that would be awesome. And, and you're finding new asteroid fields, uh, new jump points even was another thing. You could go through jump points, uh, find jump points, sell the information, you know, find moons uh, mm -hmm. and planets that aren't on the star maps or going and exploring the surfaces of moons and stuff that are already found um i mean exploration is gonna they're gonna have to put a whole lot of work into it especially because they have the endeavor which is a really expensive ship that you could buy a bunch of modules for which is supposed to be like a science vessel slash exploration vessel like you're gonna have like biodomes uh crew quarters uh, they had like a comm array or a giant satellite array that you could put on it but um i think exploration is mainly going to be used for for money's sake yeah um as a profession because you no know, however much i would like it to be used for um just you know fun purposes 
which I think is probably what I'd use it for. Like, I have no interest in. Yeah, I I think it would be cool to be able to just explore and then profit off of it as much as possible. Yeah, I mean, finding like new asteroid fields and places to mine is probably going to be a huge mechanic. Yeah, that would be so nice. Um, You can sell it to a miner and be like, hey, yeah, sell it to companies, sell to maybe Hurston Dynamics or you know, another art corp or something where they can go mine it or an organization. Um, you could hold on to the data or, um, you know, have someone else, like a friend, you transmit the data to them. They go sell it to like, have like an auction or something, something mm-hmm. dumb. Yeah. Um, and it, obviously there's going to be, a, you need to have a lot to explore because games like, I mean, every survival game, when you first get onto the map, everyone is going to want to just go and look at stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's probably what I'm going to do. I'm probably going to you know, hopefully go with you guys on a ship somewhere and try to find like a cool place to live and, or just check out and go look through space mm-hmm. and hopefully not get murked. Yeah. Uh, by like pirates or vandal or something, but, uh, be, be able to spend the time to look on like new planet surfaces, new moons, um, find, you know, like abandoned wrecks, maybe find some, some abandoned ships we could take over. Um, all that fun stuff. And, <clears throat> like like I mentioned, they need to come up with like a huge put a lot of work into exploration if it's going to be entertaining and worthwhile yeah. for a profession, um, and as a you know a, a side you know a mission or event or something, or even if if um companies hire you to just go out and look for stuff, mm-hmm. you know not necessarily um pay you for something you've already found but to go find something for them like oh we want an asteroid field with this in it or like this mineral like iron or you know like cobalt or whatever they have at the end or copper um yeah i mean i think i think it'll be awesome of course they need to kind of make it practical too i don't think they should just make it so that you go to some place and like oh this is nice I can watch the sunset. Okay, let's go find yeah, exactly. some. Oh, another place I can watch the sunset. It's like they need to actually make it practical as opposed to, oh, look at this <clears throat> nice planet that we found. Okay, there's nothing on it. It's just a f- the same tree. Giant rock. Yeah, yeah, giant rock. Or like, oh, there's trees. Cool. Oh, there's an animal. I think I saw like 70 of them. And then yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's got to be, it's got to have either some monetary worth or like something where you can find, mm-hmm. you know, places to build, places to, you know, explore that is actually like interactive, new wildlife and fauna, um, and, you know, flora and everything. And then uh, maybe items. I mean, derelict ships and stuff sound like they're going to be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully they'll have like just junks floating, floating around you could take or you can just like repair the ship slightly and bring it. Um, on your trips and you know constantly do stuff like that would be fun um mm-hmm. but then like you said it can't just be like some floating rock with the same yeah. exact stuff on it every time where everything looks the same it's all the same stuff you're doing on the planets um and <clears throat> yeah yeah i mean i mean that kind of sums up exploration yeah um the the main thing that they were hoping is for people to find stuff and sell it off for the profession part um, yeah, but um, the actual thing, the biggest thing when it comes to transporting and and you know professions that involve like moving stuff and, and exploring is the actual time it takes to get places. Because right now it takes, 
a decent amount of time to get from Port Olisar to Hurston to Lorville. Yeah. Then land. It'd take like 20, 30 minutes, and that's just forever. Yeah, that's a long time. In my time. personal opinion. Yeah. I think it takes long. Yeah, they they gotta they gotta remember that balance between I it's cool they're trying to create this like alternate reality where you can get a profession in this game and kind of like live a life that you're living like you know you could live in this video game live out if we were in like a space society like this but we gotta remember it's just a video game can't can't make it too boring or else who's gonna play it yeah it can't be so immersive that it just becomes tedious and boring um with the transportation like uh there's like um the jump points we don't know exactly how they're gonna work Obviously, the quantum travel from planet to planet takes a while, but from system to system, we don't know exactly how it's going to work. There's uh-huh. different sizes of jump points, and you'll have to constantly find new jump points. You could find you know, ones that are lead to systems that haven't been discovered um, mm-hmm. and figure out how to traverse them, so maybe sell that information of how to get through them or, or sell where they actually are. Yeah, and they have to CIG as a company has to encourage and find ways to encourage people to to want to you know find new jump points, go to new places, um, you know, just not to make it boring because exploration if you have to go really far like you could spend hours and hours and hours just getting to one place, mm-hmm. like I mean how long are you going to spend traveling before you get bored and just want to go back and then have to spend hours going back. Um, and how long jump points are going to take. Because obviously the quantum travel, like I mentioned, to Hurston takes a while. To Arc Corp, it's probably going to take even longer, depending on when the rotations of the planets um, yeah. and how they're going to work. Because um, everything's going to rotate, obviously, in their their master plan. All the, the planets are going to rotate around their own axes, and then they're going to rotate around the stars. And that'll obviously change time travel, the, how the traveling works, the, the time in between planets and whatnot. And then on top of that, it'll also, we have, um, whatchamacallit, uh, bus stops and like rest stops where yeah. you can refuel and stuff. Like how often are you going to have to stop at those? Yeah. Because I don't want to have to refuel my ship every time I go from one planet to the other. And then I have to make the extra stop, you know, mm-hmm. Hurston to the rest stop, to Arcorp, to the rest stop, back to Hurston. Because that'll be boring. And it'll be annoying. Like, the first, like, couple times, it'll be cool to go inside to explore and, you know, get the fuel. But then after that, it's just going to be tedious. I have to do it, like, every single time. Like, if I have to do it now and then, it's okay. But every single time I travel, is just going to be irritating to uh-huh. no end. Yeah, true that. But, um... But, yeah, to a certain extent, they have to, they have to realize that they can't make things too tedious. Um, and they have to draw like the fine line between entertaining and and overbearing mm-hmm. on the player. Yeah. But um. Yeah, I, I think that pretty much sums up everything that I wanted to talk about. So if you do have anything else you want to add, no, I think that I think it was a cool discussion to talk about, especially about the mining and the transport. I, because to be honest, I if I if I had a chance, I would be interested in the transport as well but at the same time as you're talking about how long would i be able to handle that i think it would be cool if they found a way like i don't know i don't feel like people should be buying a ship just to be a transporter 
I feel like it should be something that's supplied by the game itself and being like, you can pick up this job to do this, or an NPC does it, but you have an opportunity to earn money over it. So, that's, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, overall, uh, yeah, I, I agree with that because they really have to to make it entertaining. They have to balance that out to make it entertaining mm-hmm. to a point where you can either do it as like a side job and not have it like a full profession, having to buy a specific ship for it, like the Starliner or, you know, like a, a touring or luxury ship yeah. to carry VIPs, but have it balanced so that you could take them in your own like personal ship and, True. you know, make a little bit of extra cash on the side, but not have to waste hours and hours just transporting people. Yeah. All right. Yep. Well, we appreciate you coming and watching our or listening to our podcast. You can find us on uh, on YouTube, Spotify, and SoundCloud. All you have to do is uh, look up. (laughs) Oh, you're watching. You can can follow it. I was watching. Subscribe, guys. Follow. Subscribe. Yeah, you can follow us on all those platforms. Uh, All you have to do is look up Citizen Watch. We are also on iTunes as well. So it's iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud are our three listening platforms. We stream here 2 p.m. every Tuesday if um, if the fates allow for us to do it. Uh, obviously, not a true gamer wasn't here today. He had some school and snow issues. Snow? I guess the snow pushed around his schedule. Oh, wow. So uh, he couldn't come on today. That stinks. Um, we will be having Smurfs in with us more often over our Christmas time, hopefully. Yeah. I'm excited for that, right? Woo! Yeah. <sighs> Dying inside. Dying, yeah. And then, um, yeah, and then also, like I mentioned, 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Twitch. We stream around there, you know, 2, 2 or 5, maybe a little bit earlier sometimes. And cool. then on YouTube as well at Citizen Watch. Yeah, so I uh, hope you guys enjoyed it again. And we will catch you on the next one next Tuesday. Yeah, see you there.